Hi, I'm Cecilia Poulain, mother of two, ex-lawyer, ex-banker, writer, singer, creator of one-woman shows, international coach for professional women, international keynote speaker, breaker of conventions, and believer in creativity and the power of the feminine in all of us to change the world. Welcome to Diary of a Writer, where I talk about how I write and read some of what I write. I really hope you enjoy it, and that it encourages you to develop your own creativity in whatever form that may take. I have been in the last few days, um, as I have said already, pulling out themes from what I've written and then writing on those themes, trying to understand why I react in, in certain ways. And yesterday I was writing about my relationship with my father and his relationship with his father. And I'll need to think a little bit about whether I can actually publish that because I in no way want to hurt my father because I, you know, I love him very much and there's, there's so much that he has given me. And I'm worried that what I wrote might be perceived as criticism, which is absolutely not my intention. So that's why I didn't post yesterday. And today I was thinking about why sometimes I am so incredibly persistent and why sometimes I say I can't. So this is what I, this is what I come up with. In reading back over these pages, it strikes me that sometimes I am extraordinarily persistent. Like a Duracell battery, I just keep on keeping on. And sometimes I say, I can't. Why is that? Why do I have such different reactions? Are they two sides of the same coin? If I look at the I can't first, I, like so many other people, hate being told what to do. When I am pushed, I push back. I think I know better. I need my autonomy. Perhaps this is what it means to be a leader. Sometimes, I can't actually means I don't want to. When my parents wanted me to walk up that hill, I just didn't want to. I could have found the energy, but I was tired and would rather have rested. Sometimes it's because I believe with every fibre of my being that I can't, my limiting beliefs. At those times, I needed to either stop and come back to it later in order to allow my beliefs to shift and change like, my, like when I was doing my maths homework or to approach it from a different angle. I'm thinking of a yoga pose that I could do lying down instead of standing up, for example. So when my brain is saying, I can't, that may be for different reasons, and it is worth looking a little further to understand where it is coming from. Only then is it possible for me to go beyond the I can't, or alternatively decide that I can't actually means I don't want to. It is important for me to be in tune with what I want and to the extent possible to make sure that I get it 
But sometimes, if the whole family is walking up the hill, I just have to walk up the bloody hill. Sometimes, the individual does need to be subsumed to the will of the group. And why do I sometimes persist? Perhaps because I don't have a limiting belief, because I have an empowering belief, such an empowering belief that it becomes a part of my identity. I am a pianist. I am a singer. I am a writer. I am an amazing listener. When the piano started to get difficult when I was 11 or 12, one of the reasons I kept going was pride and competitiveness. I wanted to be as good at playing the piano as all those other girls who were learning to play the piano. I wanted to be able to sit down and play a tune when the time arose, along with the best of them. And why did I persist with singing when it was so difficult for me to sing in public? Why did it matter to me so much? I could have given up altogether, or just taken lessons and never set a foot on a stage. Perhaps one reason I persisted is because it was difficult on so many levels, physically, emotionally, energetically, and required so many different skills, breathing, acting, diction, memory, relaxed energy, being in front of an audience, and that made it interesting. If it had come easily to me, why bother? Part of it was, as for the piano, the I'll show you attitude. I'll show you how great my voice is. I'll show you what a brilliant singer I am. The problem is the I'll show you is exactly what it made so difficult for me to sing in public. Because what if I showed you and you didn't like it? I was in the judgment part of my brain and I had to learn that being in that part of the brain just doesn't work up on stage. I had to discover the, I am happy to share this with you. It won't be perfect. It will be what it will be. My job is to do the best job I can in the circumstances on the day. And your job is to have whatever reaction it feels appropriate for you to have. I had to learn that I had absolutely no control over the audience's reaction. It was none of my business. Perhaps I persisted because on some level I knew that that was what I needed to learn. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of A Diary of a Writer. I'm running an absolutely free group coaching session on the 9th of May at 6.30pm Central European Time. This session is part of my Dancing Days series where we dig deep on a particular emotion. We have already danced with fear and with anger and this time we're going to be dancing with joy. If you have ever felt miserable and wondered how to have more joy in your life, you will find this session to be of enormous benefit. Check out the Dancing Days Dancing with Joy page on my website, www.ceciliapoulin.com. I would love it if you could join us. Thank you so much for listening.